Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. We come to the 35th hadith. Al-hadith al-khamis wa thalathun. The 35th hadith. An Abi Huraira radiyallahu anhu qal. So from Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu he said قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم The Messenger of Allah عليه الصلاة والسلام He said لا تحاسدوا Do not envy one another ولا تناجشوا And do not <coughs> يعني um, Do not يعني this تناجشوا is going to require some explanation But in brief لا تناجشوا It means do not increase the price on your brother, yani, this relates to trade, when trading. Wala tabaghadu, and do not hate one another. Wala tadabaru, and do not turn away from one another, turn your backs to one another. Wala yabi' ba'dukum ala bay'i ba'd. And do not undercut one another in trade, when, you, when you're trading. Do not undercut one another. وَكُونُوا عِبَادَ اللَّهِ إِخْوَانَ And be brothers. كُونُوا عِبَادَ اللَّهِ إِخْوَانَ Be all of you slaves and servants to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as brothers. And as brothers. المسلم أخو المسلم The Muslim is the brother of the Muslim. لا يظلمه He doesn't oppress him. ولا يخذله ولا يخذله nor does he abandon him, wala nor does he lie to him, wala yahqiru, wala yahqiru, nor does he يعني, uh, belittle him, nor does he belittle him. At-taqwa ha-huna, at-taqwa ha-huna, taqwa is here, wa ashara ila sadrihi thalath marrat, and he uh, pointed to his chest three times. بحسب امرئ من الشر أن يحقر أخاه المسلم. It is sufficient enough evil for a man that he belittles his Muslim brother. كل المسلم على المسلم حرام دمه وماله عرضه. All of the Muslim is haram upon the Muslim. His blood, his wealth, and his honor. Muslim. That hadith was recorded by Imam Muslim. So this is the 35th hadith. And so here we have the Messenger of Allah saying, La tahasadu. La tahasadu. Yani do not envy one another. A prohibition against envy. And al-hasad, uh, as the scholars they mention, al-hasad, this envy, then it is, an yatamanna zuwal al-ni'mah an ghayr, an ghayr sawa, sawa tamanna, an tasli ilay, aw takhruj min ghayr, wa in lam tasli ilay. This is the meaning of hasad. That a person he wishes 
that that blessing that his brother has, that it is removed and it, yeah, it leaves him. That blessing goes away from him. Whether he wants that blessing to come to him or not. So, he's there is someone there who has a blessing that you don't have. And you wish that that blessing leaves him. Whether you wish that that blessing comes to you, or it doesn't come to you. But you want the blessing to, to, to leave him. And yani, he, he loses that blessing. Now, and the Messenger of Allah, he said, إِيَّاكُمْ وَالْحَسَدِ إِيَّاكُمْ وَالْحَسَدِ فَإِنَّ الْحَسَدِ يَأْكُلُ السَّيِّئَاتِ كَمَا تَأْكُلُ النَّارِ الْخَطَبِ he said, beware. Yaakul al-hasanat. Yaakul al-hasanat. Sayyat. Sayyat. Al-hasanat. Naam. Hasanat. Naam. That the messenger of Allah, he said, Iyakum wal-hasad. Beware of hasad. Fa'inna al-hasad. Fa'indeed, hasad and envy. Yaakul al-hasanat. It eats. It eats up the good deeds. كَمَا تَأْكُلُ النَّارِ الْحَطَبِ Just as the fire swallows up and eats up wood. Now, however, there is a form of hasad which is not blameworthy. A form of envy which is not blameworthy. It is something which is praiseworthy. As is come in the hadith of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, where he said, لَا حَسَدْ إِلَّا فِثْنَتَيْنِ there is no hasad. So he named it hasad. There is no envy except for in two matters. Rajulun atahullahu malan. A man who Allah gave to him wealth. Fasullita ala halakati. Fasullita ala halakati. And so, yani he, uh, yani he takes his wealth and he spends it fil haq yani he spends in charity and in the way of allah wa rajulun atahu allah al hikmah and a man that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to him hikmah yani knowledge al ilm fa huwa yaqdi biha wa yu'allimha and so he judges with that knowledge and acts upon that knowledge and he teaches that knowledge. Now, and so this here is called, and uh, the scholars they mention that this form of hasad is known as al-ghibba, al-ghibba. Uh, yani, as we explained, it is that a person he, yani, uh, al-ghibba is different from al-hasad, because as, as we mentioned, al-hasad is that you. Want that, that blessing that your brother has that it it leaves him and he loses that blessing. Whether you want that blessing to come to you or not. But al ghippa is where you see a blessing in your brother. However, you don't want, you don't wish and desire that that blessing leaves him. Now, but you may wish that the blessing comes to you. And so, uh, if you wish that Allah gives you 
what he has, and that is okay. But without wishing and desiring that he loses that blessing. Or, يعني, you, so you ask Allah, or oh Allah give me like you've given him. Or you ask for Allah, for, uh, يعني, for better. For better than what he has. That's allowed. But without desiring and wishing that a blessing uh, is removed from him. Now, And so, if you see your brother with something, something that you don't have, a blessing from Allah, a clear blessing from Allah, then, يعني, you should make dua for him. You should make dua for him, يعني, for barakah, that Allah blesses him with that thing. Hmm? Allah blesses him in that thing. However, you shouldn't wish that that blessing be removed from him. And in this, as the scholars they mention, is like uh, a person uh, going against the qadr of Allah and the hukm of Allah. Indeed, Allah giving a blessing to an individual, and if, if a person has this hasad, this blameworthy hasad, and he wishes for that blessing to, re, to be removed, it's as though he believes that he's not deserving of that which Allah gave him. Hmm? He's not deserving of that which Allah gave him. And how, how many times do we hear someone say that he doesn't deserve that? He didn't earn that. Hmm? So this is haram. It's not allowed. لا تحاسدوا Do not envy one another. ولا تناجشوا يعني ولا تناجشوا The meaning of this is when, as is explained, we'll explain that, we'll mention the Arabic and translate that first. أن يزيد الرجل ثمن السلع وهو لا يريد شراءها so here, a najish, it means when a person, he uh, increases the price of a product, or of some, yani some goods. However, he doesn't want to buy it. He doesn't intend to buy it himself. بَلْ يُرِيدْ Rather, he wants yani the benefit to go back to the seller. So he's doing that. He's increasing the price for the seller in order to benefit the seller. Uh, so he, يعني, he does that. He benefits the seller by increasing the price for him. Or he does it to harm the, the buyer. The buyer. And again, that is by increasing the price. And so here we have a prohibition. لا تناجشوا Here we've heard in this hadith a number of prohibitions. Beginning with لا لا تحاسدوا لا تناجشوا لا تباغضوا لا تدابروا All of these, as the scholars mentioned, it is a nahi. What nahi? To feed tahrim. It's a prohibition. A prohibition and a prohibition it it, uh, what we understand from a prohibition is tahrim, haram. So it's haram. All of these are haram. So this is haram, that a person, he increases the price of a product. However, he doesn't intend to buy it himself. But he intends to buy it to either benefit the, the seller or to harm the buyer. And so a person needs to be, to, to be aware of this. He needs to be aware uh, of يعني, this, this ruling here um, and beware of those harakat uh, and those uh, يعني, those actions um, that the people fall into when buying and selling 
يعني these days we have uh, eBay also eBay how a person may uh, sell on eBay however he um, he gets someone or even himself through a different account he uh, increases the price he increases the, the price of his product uh, and so he harms the seller this is something which is haram not allowed in Islam that a person he uh, he increases the price but yet he doesn't intend to buy it himself but for this reason here and so this is haram and do not um, hate one another from بغض to hate to have hatred again a prohibition but the mathlub here is the opposite which is to love one another so although we have the, this wording here لا تباغضوا this is the wording of the hadith بمنطوقها يعني with the wording of that which is common in this hadith uh, we understand don't hate one another but with the mafhum of the hadith meaning that which is understood from the hadith although it is not spoken and said in the hadith then the mafhum of the hadith is to love one another mm, the opposite so don't hate one another but rather love one another now um, Sheikh Ibn Athameen, he mentions, uh, how is it that a person can control that baghda and that muhabba? How is it that he can, he can control that when sometimes, sometimes that's not in his control? And we know that even with uh, a man who has more than one wife, he may love one wife more than the other. So some, something that can be natural. A person may hate someone. Yeah, and he, may, he may hate another Muslim yeah, and he, just from what he sees from him, his behavior, his character. Hmm? Yeah, and he can't help it, but he just hates him. He doesn't want to be around him. Yeah, and his dealings and so on. And so the Sheikh, he mentions here, he said that love and hatred have asbab. They have uh, reasons and causes. Sheikh, he mentions that um, if you find that you hate an individual then you should stay away from those means and those causes that lead to that hatred. So his dealings, for example. You hate, you hate him because of his dealings. So then avoid dealing with him, meaning trade and so on, and dealing, any kind of dealing, whatever type of dealing it is. Hmm? Try to avoid those causes that bring about that hatred. But more important than that, is the consequences of that hatred. Yani the, 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 that which uh, is built upon that hatred. Even if the cause is there, and you hate the individual, don't act upon that, uh, upon that which that hatred may bring about. Hmm? And so, you begin to speak ill to him, begin to abuse him, begin to yani, uh, fall into haram, uh, whatever that may be, then, yani, that's something that the Muslim has to stay away from due to the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned in here, La Tabaghadu. And then immediately after, La Wala Tadabaru. Wala Tadabaru. Just going back to the, to, to the previous point, uh, the hadith of the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he said, uh, La Yafrak 
مؤمن مؤمنة لا يفرك مؤمن مؤمنة that the believing man doesn't hate يفرك يعني يبغض يبغض uh, he doesn't uh, hate the female believer so a Muslim man and a believing man he doesn't hate the believing woman in kariha minha khuluqan if he detests a characteristic within her radiya minha khuluqan akhar then he is pleased with uh, يعني some other characteristics that she has if he hates and detests a specific trait within her then there will be a trait within her that he he uh, he does like and he is pleased with it. and so this also applies to uh, the man and the men يعني this here is commonly mentioned uh, as it relates to the man uh, and his wife the husband and the wife however Sheikh Ibn Thameen he mentions that also you should apply this hadith to your brother if you see something from your brother that you detest you dislike then look to something within him which يعني, you are pleased with now and do not turn away from one another يعني, which means literally don't turn your backs to one another don't turn your backs to one another and so here we have a prohibition from turning away from one another يعني, due to that which is within this يعني, uh, turning away from one another of su al-adab يعني, bad mannerisms and ihtiqar uh, which is to belittle your brother and to يعني, degrade him and we're going to see how يعني, later on in the hadith how there's a severe uh, warning um, uh, against this ihtiqar and belittling the Muslim. Naam. And so, this is something forbidden that a Muslim turns his back to another Muslim. And this turning his back is, يعني, it can be a turning uh, of the adsam, the bodies, the bodies, physical bodies themselves. A Muslim turns his back to another Muslim. But also, uh, it can be of, of the qulub and the hearts. The hearts, which is more great and severe. Naam. And so again, a prohibition. And again, the, the prohibition, although here we have, the, the wording of the hadith, a prohibition, we can understand from it the opposite. Which is يعني, a command to be united, ta'alluf and so on. To be united and to love one another and so on. And do not undercut one another in trade. Do not undercut one another in trade. So you see your brother selling something to to a customer. And he's selling it for 20 pound, 30 pound. And you also sell. You also trade. And you have something similar to what he, sell, what he sells. And so you see him selling to a particular customer and they have agreed. They have agreed to go ahead with the, with the transaction. Or very close to going ahead. Almost finalized. Almost agreed. 
Then you come to the customer and you say, I'll sell you that for 15 pounds. He's selling you it for 20 pounds, I'll sell you it for 15 pounds. Or you go to the seller himself and you say, well, he's giving you 20 pounds, I'll give you 25 pounds. So you can work يعني, this way also. Uh, so the first way we said that uh, you see someone selling a particular product to someone. So you go to the customer and you say to him, the one who tends to buy, you say, I'll sell you the same thing for a cheaper price. Or I'll sell you the same thing of a better quality for the same price. And you interfere with that. That, that transaction. And it's agreed. Or almost agreed. Or you go to the seller himself. And you say, Okay, he's going to buy that from you for £20. I'll buy it from you for £25. This is haram. This is haram due to this hadith here. What about the affair of... Um, you know, in the, in the marketplaces where you have a brother with a stall here and a brother next to him with, a, with another stall selling the same product, but this one's cheaper than this one. He's, he's selling this for 20, he's selling uh, yeah, and he, uh, a thob for 30 pounds, he's selling it for 25 pounds. Uh, is he allowed to do that? Exactly that. That's allowed. So long as the customer is still يعني, in that period of يعني, uh, where he's يعني, shopping and he's looking around and he's <coughs> يعني, going around to the different shops to find which, which is cheaper, that's allowed. No problem. The issue is when the, the, the sale has been agreed or almost... Almost, yeah, and it's complete. Mm. Now, what, what about the fair of like buying houses? You know, people give options and things. Auctions? Yeah. Not auctions, just you know, like putting in offers for a house and then. Uh huh. You know, because it's kind of sometimes almost there, but not accepted. So long as he intends to buy it. No, no, in terms of let's say uh-huh. you put an offer in, but then maybe he might go with that offer. You know, the person still deciding. Ah, uh, yeah, because I mean that's the nature of a of a of an auction. That's the nature of an auction. But it's but it's still like an auction, though, in a way. Shabbatamini mentions also that a person may intend uh, to increase a price, but he doesn't intend to buy it. He wants the price to increase, but he doesn't intend to buy it for some other benefit. Uh, So you're saying like if you're any, uh, someone puts a house on the market and then if you know that there, there, there's, there's a yeah, any, um, dialogue going on and he's interested in buying and the discussion is taking place, you should stay away. If you see that he, he, yeah, and he's just put an offer in and you know, and that which is understood uh, yani amongst 
يعني the, the buyers and the sellers is that if it's just an offer, it's still open. It's still open. And that, يعني, it will also go back to the, the norms of... Usually in, in, with, with houses, uh, you know, it's, it's still on the market. It's still on the market. But the, 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 the affair here is, if, is once you know that it's almost يعني, sealed, or he's very interested in this, in this particular product with this particular person, then you shouldn't interfere, as the brother he said. You shouldn't interfere. It's, it's in this country, it's uh-huh. uh, basically when a sales and a point get agreed, they advertise, still advertise in the paper, subject to the contract. So in writing more offers, when the sales form is concluded, but uh-huh. this country legally is allowed to... Uh, yeah, I mean, if that's something that, you know, again, it's something which is uh, the norm in that particular يعني, arena of buying and selling. With houses, يعني, it's still on the market up until the, the contract is, 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 is final. So they may take your details and say, if it doesn't go through, then we'll get back to you. Yeah, that, there's no harm in that. I, I, came, sorry, I came across this similar sort of thing where the, the seller for a house, you were asking for a certain price mm-hmm. for someone's for uh, an offer. Lower. lower. So the seller's waiting for the price. Yeah, yeah, again, no problem. No problem with that. There's no problem with that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no. وَكُونُوا عِبَادَ اللَّهِ إِخْوَانًا And be servants to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, إِخْوَان, as brothers. So after uh, the Messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbade the pre-mentioned matters of envy, hating one another, يعني increasing the price, يعني uh, in order to benefit your brother or to harm your brother, Likewise, turning away from one another to undercut your brother. After mentioning all of these prohibitions, then the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned that which is matloob, that which is matloob and requested from the Muslims. And that is that they be servants to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they be brothers. And so that's why he said, ikhwana." Be uh, ibad of Allah and ser- slaves of Allah and servants to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, as brothers and this shows us that those matters those pre-mentioned matters that they affect brotherhood hmm? those ma- matters mentioned previously envy and those matters mentioned then they affect brotherhood they affect the brotherhood and so if we leave these Matters, stay away from them, then we become brothers. We become brothers, uh, and slaves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, as brothers. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةً Indeed, the believers are brothers. And as Shaykh Salah al-Fawzan, he said, that the akhuwa uh, in the deen, brotherhood in the religion, he said, that that is stronger. That is stronger than that brotherhood of nasab. That brotherhood, yani that uh, brotherhood from lineage. Yani your blood brothers. That the brotherhood in the religion is stronger. He says that the akhwatul din aqwa min akhwatul nasab. The brotherhood which stems from the religion 
is stronger than that brotherhood which goes back to lineage. He says, because فَالْكَافِرْ عَدُوَّكْ Because the kafir and the disbeliever is your enemy. وَلَوْ كَانَ أَخَلْ even, even though he's your brother, he may be your brother, your blood brother. مِنَ nasab, يعني from nasab, يعني uh, your blood brother. وَلَكِنَّ الْمُسْلِمِ أَخُوك But the Muslim, he's your brother, فِي الدِّينِ in the religion. وَلَوْ لَمْ يَكُنْ أَخَاقْ فِي nasab. Uh, but the Muslim, he is your brother in the religion, even if he's not your brother, your blood brother. Now, الْحَقِيقِي He is your real brother. Now, المسلم أخ المسلم The Muslim is the brother of the Muslim. لا يظلمه He doesn't harm, he doesn't oppress him. He doesn't oppress him, whatever the form of that oppression may be. Whether that is oppression... Uh, connected to his self, his wealth, his uh, family, his property, uh, his honor. And we are aware of the hadith of the Muflis when the Messenger of Allah, he said, he asked the Sahaba, Do you know who the Muflis is? The one who is yani, bankrupt. And they said, The one who has no dirham or dinar, the one who has no money. He said, No. He said, The one who is Muflis is the one who comes, Yom al Qiyamah. He has. Uh, good deeds, mm-hmm. the likes of mountains. However, he barabahada, he struck this one, shatamahada, and he held abuse at this one, wa and he took the wealth of this individual. Yani he was an oppressor, and so, uh, yani they will take from his good deeds. They will take from his good deeds, and then when his good deeds run out. Then those who he oppressed, their bad deeds will be thrown unto him. That hadith which uh, explains to us the safe nature of oppressing and the affair of oppression. And likewise, as come in the hadith, man kanat lahu madlima li akhihi min irdi aw shay, fal yatahallalhu minhu qabla an la yakun dinar wala dirham. The Messenger of Allah, he said that whoever oppressed his brother, whether that is connected to his honor or in anything, then let him يعني, free himself from that and يعني, rectify that and seek forgiveness uh, before before there is no dirham and dinar. Nor no, does he abandon him. Nor no, does he abandon him. And khidlan is tarkul iyana wan nusra. This is the meaning of khidlan. Uh, it means to abandon, uh, helping your brother and aiding him. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, wal mu'minun wal mu'minat ba'duhum awliya ba'd. The believing men and the believing women, they are awliya to one another. They are allies to one another. And so the Muslim, he doesn't abandon his Muslim brother. And when he sees him in need, <clears throat> he's able to help. He doesn't turn away, he doesn't leave him. And he's in need. And he's able to help. But rather he, he helps him. He doesn't abandon him. And so, you find your brother out in the open, in the, on the street. And he needs your help. Hmm? 
no one around to help him, you're there, you're able to help then, it's not allowed for you to abandon him when he's in need. And likewise, as Sheikh Ibn Hadimin, he mentions that if you find yourself in a sitting, you find yourself in a sitting or a gathering, and you, you, you uh, hear your brother being uh, يعني, spoken about wrongfully, hmm? there are those present who are backbiting your brother, present, speaking about him. Likewise, you shouldn't abandon him. Here, he needs your help. You should defend him, protect his honor. So this here also is, uh, if you were to uh, not uh, protect his honor and defend him, then this would be abandoning your brother. Now, Nor does he uh, lie to him. So the Muslim doesn't lie to his Muslim brother. He doesn't lie, doesn't speak that which is not the truth, but rather he speaks the truth. And this also includes uh, saying about your brother that he's a liar. The scholars, they differed here uh, in the explanation of this. Some of them, uh, they mentioned that it means he doesn't lie in his speech. Some, they said, what it means is he doesn't call his brother a liar. Hmm? Because the origin is that the Muslim, he doesn't lie. That's the origin. And so you don't say, oh, he's a liar without yeah, any, uh, establishing the fact and knowing that he is يعني, a liar and he doesn't tell the truth. And just to assume that he's lying without any evidence, then that is, that is haram, not allowed. So here it includes both. It includes both. And he doesn't lie in his speech, nor does he say about his brother that he's a liar. Nor does he belittle his, his brother. Or يعني, uh, degrade him or speak to him in a manner where he is يعني, uh, making him feel inferior to him. And he's lesser than him. This is something which is, which is haram. Whether he does that يعني, uh, in a way where he belittles him due to his, his nasab, his lineage, due to his uh, nationality due to his country where he comes from and due to his his trade due to his color hmm? something which is haram not allowed and we're going to see that the messenger of Allah he mentions later on hmm, the uh, evil nature of the one who who does this the one who belittles his Muslim brother naam and so Sheikh Ibn Athameen, he mentions that when you belittle your brother, he says, It's possible, perhaps, that one day he becomes higher than you, better than you. And so the Sheikh, he mentions, and he gives an example. He says that, If you were to ask him about Particular matter. كُلٌّ يَفْهَمُهَا Everyone understands that particular matter. وَهُوَ لَمْ يَفْهَمْهَا However, he doesn't understand it. لَا تَحْقِرُ Don't belittle him. 
You, you, sometimes you find that You find You speak to a uh, particular person hmm? yeah, You speak to him about something that everybody knows about Everybody understands Everybody comprehends Everybody knows about But he just doesn't understand it He, doesn't, he just doesn't get it hmm? How easy is it for a person to fall into Belittling this individual And saying you, you're stupid You're a fool hmm? And so here uh, For anyone Who's in this situation? He has to stay away from this. Haram. Likewise, a teacher, any teacher who has students, may have a student who, yeah, and he is uh, is slow, as they say. He's slow. Not allowed to to to, to belittle. Likewise, parents with their with their children. Easy to to lose it with, yeah, uh, and the kids. May have a particular child, just doesn't get يعني, uh, the fact that he or she is not supposed to do such and such. Hmm. Or you're trying to teach them something, they don't get it. But the other children, they got it, they all got it. Hmm. Not allowed, not allowed to do this. And again, like we said, we're going to see how the Messenger of Allah he comes back to this affair of ihtiqar. So after mentioning this, <coughs> He said, "At-taqwa ha huna. At-taqwa ha huna. That taqwa and that fear of Allah and that piety is here. Wa yishir ila ila sadrih thalath marat." And he he pointed to his chest, meaning his heart, three times. And that is because at-taqwa, as the scholars they mention, uh, its place is the heart. This place is the heart. And Sheikh Salih Fawzan, he mentions Al-Ibra Bil-Qulub La Bil-Mazahir The affair is about the hearts and not the appearance. Hmm? And so, it is said At-Taqwa Iza Sarat Fil-Qalb Zahra Athruha Ala Al-Jawari The Taqwa, if it, if it enters the heart and if it's present in the heart then it becomes apparent on the limbs. It becomes apparent uh, on the limbs. And we uh, took in the hadith, the hadith of Nu'man ibn Bashir, uh, the uh, sixth hadith. Does anyone remember that hadith? I knew you'd, I knew, I knew you'd be the one to, to answer. Right. So the hadith is, Innal Halal abayin wa in al haram abayin. That hadith that we, we took towards the end of the hadith. Ala inna fil jasadi mubga. Indeed, in the uh, body is a morsel and a, a piece of flesh. Ida salah ida salahat salah al jasad kullu. If it is, يعني uh, uh, sound, then the rest of the body is sound. Ala wa hiya al qalb. Indeed, it is the heart. It is the heart. Now, uh, and likewise, uh, as it connect, as it relates to, يعني um, then we also have the hadith, that hadith wherein the messenger of Allah in Hajjatul Wida' that farewell Hajj, where the messenger of Allah he said, he said, Ayyuhan nas, O people. إِنَّ رَبَّكُمْ وَاحِدٍ 
Indeed, your Lord is one. وَأَبُوكُمْ وَاحِدٌ وَإِنَّ أَبَاكُمْ وَاحِدٌ Indeed, your father is also one, meaning Adam alayhi salam. We all come from the same father. أَلَا لَا فَضْلٌ لِعَرَبِيٍّ عَلَى عَجَمِيٍّ Indeed, there is no, يعني the Arab has no virtue over the non-Arab. لا على على لا فضل لعربيين على عجميين ولا عجميين على عربيين. No does the non-Arab have virtue over the 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 Arab. نعم. ولا أحمر على الأسود. No the red skin individual have virtue over the the black skin. And vice versa. Illa bittaqwa. Except for bittaqwa. That is what distinguishes a person over someone else. Through taqwa. Naam. And then after that, after the mention of taqwa being in the heart, the messenger of Allah, he said, Bihasbi mri'im min ash-shar. Ayyahkir akhahu al-Muslim. It is sufficient enough, yani as evil. It's, 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 it's sufficient evil huh? within a man that he belittles his Muslim brother. So we had the effect of of uh, belittling the Muslim hmm? mentioned when the Messenger of Allah he said, "Wala yahqiru." He doesn't belittle him. And then he mentioned taqwa. And then he came back to the affair of belittling the Muslim. What's the relevance between mentioning taqwa here? In between. Yani the same topic. What's the relevance? Kind of... Kind of uh, taqwa should stop you. Huh? Naam. Akid. We alluded to it just a few minutes ago. But the Messenger of Allah, especially in that hadith that we mentioned, or that sermon, that farewell sermon, where the Messenger of Allah said that there's no virtue for the Arab over the non Arab and so on, and the red skin, the white skin over the black skin. And so on. Hmm? Except for taqwa. Hmm? So belittling someone due to his, his race, due to his, uh, where he comes from, his country and so on. Hmm? All of that is haram. Hmm? And there is no uh, grounds for you doing that. Except for taqwa. That is what distinguishes an individual. And gives him virtue over someone else. And so that's why the mention of taqwa. And the coming back to the affair. Huh? That if you, when you belittle someone... Hmm? That you may belittle him due to his race, due to his color. Hmm? However, it is the taqwa that makes a person, hmm, yeah, and he have have fadl and virtue, hmm? and it's through the taqwa that a person is judged. Hmm? That's why taqwa is mentioned. Bihasbi min min ash-shar, 
Meaning, even if he had no other evil, and all of those evils mentioned before, and those prohibitions, even if he didn't do any of them, but this was the only thing that he did, that he belittles his Muslim brother, that's sufficient. As an evil, sufficient. Even if he didn't do the other things that were mentioned there, the envy, and the undercutting trade, and so on. Hmm? Oppression and so on. Although, no doubt it's a form of oppression. Hmm? It's sufficient enough as an evil. Now, And then, uh, the final uh, يعني, uh, sentence within the hadith, كل المسلم على المسلم حرام دمه وماله عرضه Every, uh, or the whole of the Muslim. The whole of a Muslim, meaning all of the Muslim. All of him. His dam, his blood. His mal, his, his wealth. وعرضه and his honor, all of that is haram. And likewise in that farewell sermon, after mentioning illa bit-taqwa, except for with taqwa, that a person is, 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 is distinguished and he has a virtue over his brother, uh, the messenger of Allah he said, aballaqt to the sahaba, have I conveyed? To which they said, balaga rasulullah, the messenger of Allah has conveyed. And then he said, ayyom hadha, which day is this? قالوا, they said, Yom Haram. It's a day that is Haram. Mm-hmm. Yani, uh, a sacred day. A sacred day. Ayu Shahr Hada. Which month is this? They said Shahr Haram. Sacred month. Ayu Baladin Hada. Which yani, uh, city is this? They said, Baladun, Baladun Haram. They said, uh, yani, uh, a city that is also sacred. And, said, and then the messenger of Allah, he said, he said, Inna dima'akum wa amwalakum, these three matters. He stressed these three matters here that were mentioned in this hadith. Inna dima'akum wa amwalakum wa a'radakum. Indeed, your, uh, your blood and your wealth, and your honor, alaykum haram, is haram, and sacred, it's a sanctity. Kayomikum hada, just like this day of yours, here, that is haram. Fi shahrikum hada, in this month of yours, wa baladikum hada, and this city of yours, Mecca, yani. Naam, and so this is the hadith, the 35th hadith, uh, tremendous hadith, ayyul ikhwa, uh, which no doubt uh, we take uh, numerous benefits uh, connected to uh, the rights of the Muslim, the rights of the Muslim upon his Muslim uh, brother, and the uh, and a prohibition um, from many affairs, from envy, to envy a brother with that envy that is blameworthy, that yani uh, that. Tanajush, which we said is to, can recall that, to increase the price, yani upon your brother, and also not to hate one another, to turn away from one another, and also not to oppress your brother, not to lie to him, not to belittle him. Naam. 
and likewise to uh, not transgress against him in his uh yeah, in his self, as it relates to his self, his wealth and his honor. Hada was Muhammad wa ala alihi Uh, I'm pretty sure most of you, most of you are aware, uh, but just to uh, reiterate again, uh, the conference uh, the at the end of this month, Bismillah, uh, Saturday 29th uh, of April, um, uh, full day of lectures Bismillah, um, and try, try to invite as many people as you can. Uh, no doubt, uh, a day not to be missed Bismillah. of these actions a person falls into then no doubt obviously he has to make toba first and foremost he has to make toba no doubt and uh, if if um, if it involved taking the right of a brother whether that is uh, uh, backbiting or uh, oppressing an oppression which involved as we've said oppression is of types Involved transgressing against him in his wealth, his honor, and so on. Uh, then a person he he uh, seeks forgiveness from his brother, seeks forgiveness from his brother. If he took something from him, he gives it back. He gives it back, and so on. Um, but as the scholars they mention, uh, so long as that is, that doesn't lead to a greater evil. So if you back, but you, if you, yeah, any, uh, you back, you your brother. Um, and you want to make toba from that, then some of the scholars they mention that you inform your brother and you tell him that I said such and such about you. Hmm? However, it's possible that it's not going to go down too well. It's not going to go down too well. Hmm? If you know your brother to be one who is sincere and is one who is kind of forgiving and it's not going to change anything between you, uh, make things worse, then you can tell him. However, if you feel that it's going to make matters worse. Then here the scholars they mention that what suffices here is to make to, 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 to seek forgiveness for him. To seek forgiveness. If there's any other rights, if there's wealth involved and so on, then to return that. To return that. Now, in general, then as we know, the, uh, Toba is, uh, is, is uh, there for every individual, for whatever that sin may be. A person makes sincere Toba, and he refrains from from doing that action again. Now, and as the hadith is, uh, was mentioned, uh, the hadith that was mentioned, any person who oppresses his brother, and he should uh, rectify today, meaning before he dies, he should hasten, rush to. To, to uh, yani, uh, seek forgiveness, as the scholars when they explain the meaning of uh, uh, that it means to seek tasamuh, 
to to seek pardon from him and so on. Yeah, and it's similar to this backbiting. The person goes to the to to, to a Muslim and he seeks pardon and forgiveness and so on, alongside that toba to Allah. Now. Time is Salat al Isha now? Yeah? Half past nine. Like, you know, um, regarding undercutting mm-hmm. in transactions, is it permissible to do it to the kuffar? No, no, the scholars mentioned also even with the kuffar. Even with the kuffar. No. Would all these principles apply to the kuffar? No, like even lying. The Shaykh he mentions when explaining this, this hadith that uh, although here Akhul Muslim is mentioned, yeah, Muslim, Akhul Muslim, Kunu, Ibadallah, Ikhwana, and so on. That, uh, they also apply to the non-Muslim. It's not allowed to even lie to the non-Muslim also. But lying is, uh, as we know, um, is of um, five types. As the scholars mentioned, have five rulings, which uh, I made note here to, to mention, but uh, due to time I didn't mention. But lying itself, uh, just for the added benefit and for those who are waiting for the salah, um, yani lying can either be wajib it can be haram it can be mandub yani recommended it can be makruh which is disliked or it can be mubah so lying itself can be wajib in the case of where a person yani he lies in order to protect himself to protect his wealth and so on in that situation, if he fears for his wealth, fears for himself, it's wajib to lie. Wajib. If you fear uh, that you're going to, as a result, be harmed, killed, possibly, then it's wajib for you to lie. Because it's the lesser of the evils. We've mentioned this number number of times now, this principle. The lesser of the two evils. So here, it would be wajib for you to lie. Wajib to lie. Wajib could, uh, lying can also be haram. And that is when there is no shari benefit. There is no يعني, legislative benefit. It can, it can be mandub, mustahab. And that is in the case of يعني, war, when there's war between Muslims and non-Muslims. And يعني, uh, uh, um, to cause confusion, يعني, the tactics of war, يعني, that uh, a lie is, is, يعني, is, is uh, mentioned. Huh? And uh, in order to strike fear into the enemy, for example, it's allowed. And here it's it's uh, mandub, it's recommended. Uh, it becomes makru. It becomes makru. Line becomes makru uh, in the case of a man doing so um, in order to make his wife feel good. Makru hmm? disliked. He lies to her to make her feel good. Hmm? Yeah, there's really no need. There's really no need. He just does it to make her feel good. Hmm? And the um, fifth is mubah, when it is when it is allowed. And that is when that is uh, when a person he lies in order to, يعني, uh, rectify between two people. He it's allowed. Hmm? And so with the wife, for example, it can it can actually fall into into this also. Hmm? So with the wife, for example, if you're on bad terms. You're on bad terms. Uh, and yeah, you need to rectify between yourself and your wife. And so you may lie to, to, to uh, make her yeah, and you feel good. 
and so on to rectify between yourselves. But if there's no need there, if that rectification, يعني, there's no need for that rectification there, uh, and then you just lie to her uh, to constantly make her feel good, then that is something which is makruh, disliked. No. Um, but again, the scholars, they mentioned that uh, with regards to the kafir, then uh, it is not allowed to, to, to lie to the kafir also. No. This would have to apply to marriage as well. So for example, if one, people wants to, one person wants to get married to a sister or something, and then all of a sudden someone else interfere. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's similar here as well. If you know, and there's come a, uh, a warning about this, that a person, he shouldn't, uh, if he knows that uh, his brother is يعني, courting uh, another sister that he intends to marry, then he shouldn't interfere there. Up until uh, it becomes clear that يعني, it's not going ahead. No. However, similar to what the brother mentioned, if uh, يعني, she's still on offer, Huh? whoever puts the best offer in whoever puts the best offer in then it may be the case that the sister herself she wants to find out which brother is the best brother <laughs> that's what we say here now it's not it's a warning and it has come that a Muslim he doesn't يخطب he doesn't, uh, يعني, from this khutbah, he doesn't court or he doesn't يعني, propose to a woman who's uh, already been proposed to by his Muslim brother. No. However, there's coming that hadith, the hadith where, uh, يعني, I forget the name of, I forgot the name of the female companion, but she came and she said that they were, Fatima bin Qais. No. Ahsan, mashallah. Fatima bin Qais, when she came to the Messenger, said that three men had proposed to me. Huh? Three men had proposed to me, from the Abu Sufyan and uh, uh, others. Uh, but, so here, Yaani. Usama, Naam, Usama bin Zayd, Naam. So here, Yaani, uh, contradiction, right? What happened here? Huh? Now we we carry that to 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 يعني, to mean that they they weren't aware of يعني, uh, the proposal of uh, each other. In that situation, there it's, there's no harm there. There's no it's not يعني, there's no blame there. If يعني, you don't know that your brother has proposed to a particular sister, now.